Hey, it's Brian Socia, and we are live fight week. We're here. I mean, we never know what's going to happen. This is the kind of show that uh, anything can happen at any time. People are going to be walking on, walking on, walking in, walking out. It's going to be crazy. That's what I'm saying. The first walk on we have, I'm very proud to have him here. Uh, I feel like I'm Sean Wheelock. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Chris Lytle here from the commentary team and also a, a former fighter, maybe a fighter again one day. I'd love to see you fight again, but it's glad to have you here, man. Hey, it's good to be here. I love fight week. Uh, I get so excited for it and uh, they need to have it every week. <laughs> have it every can week. we talk about something about getting that done? I think that might happen one day. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> lot of tra- the fighters, though, you know, they would love that. You make that purse every week and you have a good time. So as a fighter, let's just get right into it. BKFC, you fought here before. Uh, for the people that are just tuning in, what's different from BKFC? Like the difference when you're actually in this squared circle, what's that difference for you? We have guys making their debut on this card. They might want to know that. Uh, so, so when you say what's the difference, you mean what's the difference in this compared to other combative sports? Keep it for you, you fought in a lot of different organizations. You've done different kinds of combative sports. So in your mind, I know there's the five two-minute rounds. Yeah. That's different. It's probably a quicker pace when you're in there. What Absolutely. else can you speak on? Um, I, I just remember how different I felt it was when you were, you were talking about intensity in a way um i notice a lot of other fighting organizations in this combative sports it feels like fighting is it's more of an athletic contest you know you have a boxing match that can be a little bit more brutal but i mean in may the goal is to go out there and win a lot of times you know and here this is still a fight you know it, it's it's not i'm gonna go out there and try to outpoint the guys i'm gonna go out there and try to knock this guy's head off this is as close to realistic of a fight as you can get in so it's more intense than most you know what i mean so um i remember the first time i i got in there i remember thinking okay i'm gonna go out there and, and he's gonna throw a punch i'm gonna throw this uppercut and then as soon as you see somebody with a bare knuckle rare back to throw, you're like, mm, no, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna, if I miss a uppercut, I'm getting knocked out. Pick so those it, shots. It, it changes your, I mean, it takes people a few rounds to get a good feel for it. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that. I think, ah, he's had 100 fights. Yeah, but they're a little bit different. Well, we saw that with Paige Van Zandt at Knuckle Mania. Fifth round, she came alive. That's what oh, yeah. we talked about nonstop. And here, uh, what I'm curious to see is the co-main event, Chop Chop Corley taking yep. on uh, Reggie Barnett Jr. And uh, Chop Chop, like 85 pro fights. Uh, the guy's been around. He's done everything. He's amazing. He's a legend. But he's never done bare-knuckle fighting in the mm-hmm. squared circle. So it's going to be interesting to see how he takes to it. I mean, is it going to be on-the-job training kind of? You learn quick. How long did it take you to learn when you got in the uh, squared circle for the first time? Uh, it probably took me about... Two and a half rounds, two, before I really felt like, okay, I got this. And then, you know, it, it, everybody's a little bit different. You know, when we saw uh, Dat win, I thought he adapted very quickly. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, we, like you say, it's all Paige. It took her four rounds. So I, I think it's somewhere between one to three rounds before usually people kind of, okay, now I see what's going on. And the cool thing is when you're watching, I feel like you can see the light switch go off. They're like, oh, and then you start to see them getting more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, but your first time, again, talking about Chop Chop Corley. He's going to be on in a little while. Hope he's coming on the podcast. Yeah. Um, making his debut. This guy's been through all these professional fighters. He's fought everyone. Oh, yeah. 12 rounds of Floyd Mayweather. A lot of people know about that. Former world champion. This guy's done a lot. Oh, yeah. But again, he's never done bare knuckle, and it's a different beast. So what's going through your mind as you're getting ready to make your debut? Are there nerves different than a normal fight because you've never done it? I mean... I, w- I wouldn't say necessarily different, but the, you're always going to have nerves before a fight if you're smart. If you don't have any nerves, you've got some kind of a chemical imbalance or, or you're not very bright. Something's going on, but you should have, <laughs> you should have nerves before every fight if you're fighting something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and even if you're supposed to win, you know, then you have a different kind of nerves. You have a different kind of pressure. Like, oh, man, I, I'm, you know, I put all this pressure on myself and everybody expects me to win. And even if I don't dominate now, all of a sudden, I look, you know, people are going to talk bad about me. What's wrong with Chris? He didn't beat them in the first round. This guy was terrible. So... You have a lot of different pressures you put on yourself 
Um, and you should be scared before a fight. So I think they're very similar. Just, you know, uh, you won't really have that. That feeling won't be different until you get in. And you're like, well, what the hell's going on for a minute? But it, like I said, some people take to it very quickly. That winded. And I think the, the more the good thing about Chop Chop is, uh, you know, he's, he's got an awful lot of experience and he's fought an awful lot. And not quite that. That is what makes this intriguing, though, know, because Reggie, this is like a, what, his seventh fight. Well, Reggie, knuckle. I think I think he's one of the most winning fighters we have here. I, I believe that. he's had five wins. Yeah, and this is his, I think he's five and one, I think. Yeah, five and one, I believe. And, and this is his sixth, seventh fight. So that's a lot of different kind of experience and then and chop chops used to but uh will uh that's what makes this intriguing you know if not if this is a, a boxing match you know i don't think it's intriguing or, or if chop chops had you know six fights and bare knuckle probably not intriguing but that's what makes this intriguing well we're gonna hear from chop chop in a couple minutes yep. but i mean it does make it intriguing but looking at what we've seen and what we know and we had nico hernandez and he was an olympic boxer yep. but i think he got more than he bargained for he was going to come in and maybe treat this like a boxing fight you can't seemingly do that in bare knuckle so do you think all the experience that he has in boxing will work for him or against him i mean it could be both ways if he's not training the correct way yeah i mean it I couldn't really say it's going to work against you ever mm -hmm. um, because the, the, you're still going to see. It's all about what your eyes are seeing. If you see punch coming, you can move out of the way. That's going to be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. It's a little technical things that might be a little bit different. Yeah, you shouldn't treat this just like a pure boxing match because if you're inside in the clinch, that's a little bit different. Yeah. And, and and just not being able to block the same because a punch is coming, you can't do the right the same thing you can with a big glove. It's just, you know, it makes sense. But um that the, the the eyes and the experience are two big things that should be a huge benefit right there definitely now we're here with chris lotto of course from our bkfc commentary team and also lights out with chris lotto uh, an amazing podcast you can check out now chris when you were fighting uh social media was around but mm -hmm. it wasn't like it is now i, I don't no. feel um as a fighter I look at what people write on social media and I look at what they write in our comment sections here on their live show. And sometimes that can be rough towards fighters, towards whoever. Uh, does that play on your mind as a fighter? Do you think you just try not to look at that stuff? How do you handle that? Yeah, I mean, personally, I would just try not to look at that type of stuff because no matter what you do, there's going to be a lot of people talking bad about you. No, I mean, good, bad, whatever they're going to say, they're going to find a way to break you down and no matter what happens. So, I mean, it's kind of funny to sit back and watch it and laugh, but some people get it fixed, fixated on that and, and, you know they can't they can't get away from it and it really bothers them so you got to know there's going to be people who are going to be hating on you no matter what you do so you know i i think it's funny i love watching that and i even like doing stuff just to piss people off at some level you know that, that i think you? that's no uh, no i know i know but it is funny sometimes just to get people because i i just know how these people i can see them standing up and walking around and pointing at their computer and, and like typing in all exclamation points and stuff I'm like man, whatever caps. yeah caps lock that on. means you, you know they're like standing on their chair yelling at the tv or whatever <laughs> i funny. love it yeah so let's talk about your experience in bare knuckle fighting. We'll go back to that yeah. as we get ready for fight week here. Everyone's excited. I mean, BKFC 16 uh, tomorrow already is going to be here. Joe Elmore taking on uh, Leonard Bad Boy Garcia. That's yep. going to be a banger. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yep. I want to talk more about you when you fought. Why bare knuckle for you? I mean, why did Man, you challenge? Why did you do it? You know, it's funny. It's like I'd been retired from the UFC for, for several years. And um, I'm friends with uh, Joe Riggs. And I see yeah. on Facebook once Joe Riggs fights bare knuckle in Europe. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with Joe? I mean, does he, why would he do that? You know, so I, I hit play and I'm watching it. And I'm like, God, Joe, what's wrong with you? And I, <laughs> I get through about the second round. I go, okay, I think I got to do this once. You know what I mean? I was just like, I, as somebody, you know, I, I did MMA. I was a wrestler. I did, uh, you know, professional boxing. I was like, I, I'm a combative athlete. I have to try it. You know, I got to at least 
when I watched it, it wasn't what I thought. I thought it was going to be guys like in some warehouses just killing beat, each other, yeah. but, but it was a skilled fight. No, it is. So I was just like, okay, this isn't what I thought. It, mm-hmm. it sounded bad. But then when I watched it, it's like, okay, as someone is a combative athlete, I have to at least get this on my resume. Yeah. I got to try it. So it took me a while to get a hold of people in Europe. It wasn't legal here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I finally got a hold of them like, hell yeah, we'll have you. So I went out there and did a fight, came back here. And I immediately got a hold of the Indiana Boxing Commission said, I want, or the Fight Commission, I need to come talk to you guys. And I, and I pitched bare knuckle. I love and they, it. they were like, yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> it sounds scary. They said, Indiana's not going to be the first state to do, to do anything. So what they told me. I was like, all right, we're done here. So I didn't think anything <laughs> about it. And then uh, I got a call from Nate Shook uh, a while ago. He was like, Chris, you know, we're, we're, gonna, we're doing bare knuckle in Wyoming. I want you to be part of it. I was like, dude, I want to. What When is it? And he said, uh, I think he was like, June 2nd, I can't remember. And uh-huh. I was like, sweet. And I looked, my daughter's getting married that night. Oh, yeah. Day. So I was like, hmm, can we, can we move the date of the wedding? No. Uh, no, this has been planned for like a year. So <laughs> people, people two, two I had to go like, I'm just kidding. I know. So, you know, <laughs> you couldn't even take that serious. And I was like, I'll do the second one. They go, okay. And so I did number two. Yeah, yeah. And you seem to enjoy yourself in there. And I love it. I mean, I'm going to put it on Main Street now. Is there any chance that, I know you're retired now, but you seem yeah. to really enjoy the action at the rink. Maybe see you in the ring, square I mean, again? there's always a possibility, but, you know, you know, I don't feel like I can train like I want to. I remember just having so many injuries and whatnot. I remember I tried to go in and try, my, my coach said, let's try and give it three days and see how it goes. Because mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I'd like to do it. And he's like, you, you, you probably shouldn't. So I said, okay, I'm going to give it three honest days. I went there and went hard. First day, I felt good. Yeah. Second day, I was kind of hurting. Yeah. So I went in there. I worked real hard the second day, and I got done with that. And, like, I couldn't really get through it like I wanted to. I had to make a couple excuses. And then, like, I, like I, my body hurt too bad to even do much the third day. I, it just didn't go well. So I was like, you know what? I got to do this, you know, six days a week for six weeks. Yeah. I can't get through that. You know what I mean? Unless That's good. I, you're honest. And like, well, I, I'm not going to come in here and not train the way I know. I mean, because I'm not the greatest, but I just train hard and work hard. And yeah. I don't. if I can't do that, I'll, I don't know if I can – I want to come in here and disrespect myself for the sport by not competing like I want. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. That's, so. that's, that's good stuff. But, I mean, maybe if I can get on some growth hormone or some, some tests, I'll, I'll, be, I'll <laughs> yeah, be back. Man. You know what I mean? I you don't got, know. You, you got, got anything now. I don't know. What, I got something I don't that think, way. Uh, the, the beach is over there. I don't think. I don't really think the growth hormone makes you bigger. I think it just makes you be able to train days yeah. in a row. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't think people, you know, they, they hate on the, the guys who are in their 40s who, you know, pop positive for stuff. I'm like, they're not trying to – get an unfair advantage. They're just trying to get even. You know even, what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to be able to train is, yeah. is all they're really trying to do. So, Is it hard for you to sit uh, next to the squared circle, commentate, knowing that you would like to be oh, in yeah, there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just really, I'm mad about the fact that they didn't have that fight, five, uh, the sport five years earlier. Yeah. Because I'd have been all about it, you know what I mean? So, like I said, there, there's always a possibility if the if the price is right. That's so. right. Cha-ching, man. Cha-ching. I'll, I'll throw us. We, we even do a GoFundMe for that. We'll set one up. I'm in. See I'm in. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the fight coming up yeah. tomorrow night. There's so much going on. The main event, Joe Elmer, Leonard Bad Boy Garcia. Uh, going to be a banger. These guys don't know how to back up. Uh, I'd love to hear your analysis of what you think is going to happen. I mean, this has definitely got fight of the night written all over. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's so good when you get to sit there and actually talk to the fighters and do their interviews beforehand. Because yeah, people don't realize it. that. I'm sorry. People don't realize yeah. that. You and Sean sit there and you go through and you make notes. You interview every fighter so you can really get their mentality. You've talked to Joe already, right? We've talked to Joe and Leonard. Okay. You know what I mean? So just seeing what's the, their mindset and what they're thinking, um, 
Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a great fight. You, you know, both guys uh, are very well known for coming forward. Um, Joel Morris has displayed a lot of power in his <laughs> fights. I mean, that's been the main thing. He's willing to trade and take one to give one. And that's always been Leonard. Like, Leonard's, you know, he gets in there and, and he gets hit and he just turns into a brawler and, and makes it a, a technical brawl. And, and so, um, you know, but both guys have typically had very good chins. Joe, I don't think, has ever been knocked down, he says. No, so. Joe says, he always says he will give $1,000 to anyone out there that can find a video online of him being knocked out with a punch. He's said it numerous times. He's yeah. never been knocked out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I've knocked out. I mean, knocked down. So, I mean, it, you know, and Tom Schoff landed a lot of good punches. Oof. Had him cut open bad. But every time he landed a good punch, Tom went down. It was, you know, so. And Tom would shake his head like he was frustrated. He, he wasn't hurt bad but he just that power was there yeah it knocked him to the ground you know what i mean so it was um it, it, he's a legitimate heavy-handed puncher if he hits you you're in trouble so but but leonard's had a good chin mm-hmm. you know i talked to him i didn't realize as much as last fight when he got hit it, it was like right in the eyeball yeah. and, and that really he couldn't see right then he was he, you know i've had that happen before we get poked in the eye and it was in one of my bare knuckle fights and you just can't see for you know, the uh, 30 seconds, and that's, you know, 30 that's seconds. terrifying. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, you start trying to clench and do things because if you can't see and the guy's hitting you, you you're probably going to get knocked out. 30 seconds in there is like two rounds almost, you feel like. When it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, seriously, all the stuff you have to do. I poked myself, I'm not kidding, on the airplane in the eye, and I was down for like the whole flight. I was like, so I can't imagine being in a fight and doing that. And that's well, the thing people don't think about. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, and, and usually, if it, the people aren't getting poked with fingers very much. It's like a knuckle, knuckle. that's hitting you. You know what I mean? And so that knuckle hits you right in the eye. It's like, damn, I, I can't see well for a minute. And oh. it takes you a while. That's where that skill comes into play. We have to, you know, know how to slip and evade, move, and kind of lateral movement. And, and if you just sit there and freeze up and start throwing throw punches, you're probably going to get dropped. Now, we talked about Chop Chop and Reggie. That's going to be an interesting fight as well. A lot of great fights in this card coming up tomorrow. You can watch it, of course, on the BKTV app at BKFC.com. Uh, and the other thing I want to talk about is you. I mean, you've watched this. You're a former professional yeah. fighter. What fight are you looking most forward to tomorrow? Because there's a lot of good ones, man. Wow. Yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, if you want a good, I think a good technical fight, you're going to see uh, Adams versus Bobo. Yeah. AJ, you know, formal champ. And just talking to him, you can tell he's a, he feels slighted. You know, he feels like I was the first champ and I don't get any love. They don't, you know, I've been away for a long time and, you know, he's pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you're going to see some really, really uh, good exhibition of what, he, you know, like the sweet side. So I think he's going to really be evasive. He's going to try and do whatever he can. To, he, he's not going to put on a war. He's going to put on a technical fight. Bobo wants to put on a war. So I was talking to Bobo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw Bobo in the lobby the other day. I said, how you doing? He, he first words out of his mouth, he goes, that wasn't me who fought Sam Shoemaker. He, yeah, said, yeah. he said, I'm in a different mindset. He, I could tell in his eyes he was yeah. ready to go. So I'm excited for that fight too. A lot of great fights, Chris. And uh, Chris Lido from Lights Out with Chris Lido podcast on with us. And also uh, our BKFC commentary team alongside Sean Wheelock. I have a fun time working with you guys behind the scenes. Yeah. And the car rides to and from the events. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have, have all our conversations. Yes, we do. A lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. So I appreciate you coming on with us, Chris. I mean, uh, if, stick around. If you want to come back on later, we're more than happy. It's happy to have you here. Uh, we have Chop Chop Corley coming on any minute now, so stay tuned for that, and we'll be back with more from BKFC 16 Fight Week. No telling what could happen here. Enjoy your Tiger life. Mm. Cheers. Oh, so good.
Hey, it's Brian Sosha back again. This is like guerrilla radio today, guerrilla filming, guerrilla YouTube stuff, because it's just going. People just keep coming in. We're live at Fight Week. Uh, we look forward to this. It's like the adrenaline's going already. You can feel it through the lobby with the fans walking around the town of Biloxi, Mississippi. That's where we're live at. Big fight coming up tomorrow night, BKFC 16. You get that BKTV app at BKFC.com. If you haven't subscribed yet, go do that and, and get involved. Right here, half of the co-main event. He's a legend. I'm happy you're sitting next to me. Chop Chop Corley hanging out with us. And you're going to fight Reggie Barnett Jr., but you've done so much in your career. I want to talk about that stuff today. Um, Number one, you've had a ton of fights. And I was talking to Chris Lytle about this. I don't know if you heard it or not, but how do you feel that your, your boxing, your, your former professional boxing experience, you're a champ. I mean, you've done it all. How's that going to work for you or against you? Speak on that a little bit coming up um, tomorrow night. I have the advantage. I'm coming in here with 85 professional fights. Uh, I can sit in the pocket. I can slip. I can exchange. Um, Reggie's going to punch me. He's going to hit me in my face, but that ain't going to do nothing but turn me up even more. Getting hit in the face. So, so you're ready. You're ready for a battle. I love to fight. I know you do. I've seen you fight. You fight with a, a, an amazing passion. That's why we're glad to have you. <laughs> you're making your BKFC debut, man. So why, why bare knuckle for you? I mean, you've done so much. Is this just another challenge for you? It's another challenge for me, but I haven't had a fight in almost three years. March 20, 29th was my last fight in Canada. I moved up to welterweight. Um, can't get a fight because the promoters and managers don't want to take a risk putting their fighters in there with me at 135 pounds or even 140 pounds. I'm a risk, and there's an upset that could happen. I got it. Look, I want everybody to hear what you're saying, so do me a favor. Pull your chair up a little closer to the mic. I want Chop Chop Corley to be heard. Man, this guy's a former champion. He deserves <laughs> it. A legend. And, you know, we have you on the show. I want to talk more about you. You've had so many wins. You've done so much, like we said. And you said promoters may be a little scared. Not here at BKFC. We're excited to have you. We're excited to see what you can do. And Reggie, uh, Reggie Barnett, he's a veteran, man. I was saying to Lotto, he is the most winningest, winningest, if it's a word, fighter in BKFC <laughs> that I can see. He's got a great record. He called himself in the interview the OG of Bare Knuckle. Uh, he's been around so long, and you're basically new to this. So he was wondering if you're going to be able to have on-the-job training, how quick it's going to take you to learn it when you get in there. As soon as he hit me in my face. The first shot. And when he hit me in my face, you're going to see a different fight. So you just got to taste it a little bit to get going. Once the guy say, knuckle up, I'm ready. You're ready. I know you are. But I'm going to change once he punched me in my face. So what do you, how do you see the fight going as you visualize this fight? I mean, uh, what's your thoughts on how it's going to uh, go, unfold? It's a, it's a couple of visions um, I see the fight going. Um, I can hit Reggie with a check hook and get it over within three seconds. Or Reggie can just try to box, and I can apply pressure, and we can go into an exchange, and I can finish with a right uppercut, or I can finish with a right hook. So you got it all planned out. Now, as far as we talked on the phone uh, when we were scheduling some stuff, you were, of course, cooking. I don't remember what you were, you were cooking. It sounded <laughs> chop, good. Chop Chop Kitchen. It's a Chop Chop's Kitchen. That should be a reality show. <laughs> and and you, you mentioned, I believe you said on the phone call, and I think you said in an interview as well, that when I mentioned your cooking, you said something about Reggie. What did you say to me? I'm going to cook Reggie. You're going to cook his ass? I'm going to cook his ass <laughs> like fried chicken. Yeah? So, so when you say that, and, and I'm talking to Reggie, he's saying that, like, you're saying that, but he took this fight, he's saying, and he's saying he could have denied you the fight, and basically you're in there with him, and you're get, he's going to get respect out of you. Is that fair to say? I may respect him. It all depends on what type of fight he brings to the table. If he want to box and move and run, I'm not going to respect you for that because that's what this is. This is fighting, bare-knuckle fighting, not bare-knuckle boxing. You're right. 
No, he said the same thing to me last night. That got me even more, because you had said that to me, and I, I was interviewing Reggie last night um, off live camera, just a side interview we were doing, and he mentioned the same thing. It's fighting. It's not boxing. It's fighting. I think he feels the same way about you from your boxing background, that you might think it's more boxing, but you're prepared to come in. I mean, you've been training for bare knuckle. You're not doing boxing training, right? right. No, I've been training for bare knuckle. But my fight is going to bring to the table is, I'm going to sit right in front of Reggie, and I'm going to let my hands go. I'm not going to do a lot of movement. I'm 46 years old. I ain't got time to run around the ring. I can just sit in the pocket and let my hands go. Let your hands go. So your hands versus the educated hands of Reggie Barnett Jr. It's, it's going to be a fun fight to watch, man. Co-main event here. And you'd mentioned when we were filming some stuff the other day, you had your kids with you and all. And yeah, she was saying, there's cameras everywhere, Dad. This is like Showtime boxing <laughs> and stuff. It was exciting for you uh, to be back in the limelight, back in the spotlight. It's been a while for you. So speak on that. I mean, being back in the spotlight, coming up tomorrow night, BKFC 16, aside from just being a fighter and loving the fight game, that's got to feel good inside, right? Yeah, it's a very great feeling. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot on me because a lot of people say, Chop, why are you fighting? For what? You should retire. I have passion for this. You're a fighter. If I had it my way, I can end my life in the ring. So I'm doing what I love to do at the end of the day. That's all that matters, definitely. So as, as far as um, coming in here with all this, this, this hype, because you've been a legend in the, in the industry, in the fight game, uh, do you feel uh, more pressure with that? Is it more pressure than normal? Is this uncharted waters? Uh, is it any different than going into a boxing fight that you've done 85 times? It's a little different because this is new to me. It's bare-knuckle fighting. This is not a boxing match. I don't have no gloves on. And um, there's a lot of politics going to say, well, he's old. He should retire. Why is he doing it? Then they'll see what I do to Reggie. I'm like, damn, he really is what they say he is. He, hey, he is a chop-chop. He chopped him up. Well, what about as far as when you're training? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've taken this into account. With boxing, you're blocking your face. You have, you have a bigger part to block. You're getting less blocks. More punches could come in like that. It's all the stuff you've taken into account. Yeah, when okay. he hit me, you're going to see a different fight. I know that. And then as far as training your knuckles, you don't have the, the glove on. How are you training your knuckles for bare knuckle? Any, any different kind of training for that? Yeah, we have uh, two boards at the gym. I think one is called the um, Shinshu board that I'm punching. Is it the Muay Thai board? Yes. Yeah, okay. The cloth one. Yeah. That tears your skin off. Yeah. Let me see those knuckles. All right. He's, I, they're healing. They're healing. <laughs> I, I got one because I hit myself on the table. That's not punching a board. Oh, okay. It makes me look tough, though. But <laughs> so, so you're punching the boards. And it, was that hard for you to start conditioning the knuckles? Again, boxing's a different game as far as the gloves and all. It, was that hard on your hands? Or are you just doing it slowly in the right way? I did it slowly in the right way. But as I continue to do it, I apply more pressure. And my punch is the right hook. And I was in camp um, in North Carolina last year. I was punching the Shinshu board, and I said, let me try my right hook. And I threw a couple of right hooks on the board, and the whole drywall caved in. Did it really? I posted it, yeah. So I know if I hit Reggie with that hook, it's curtains. He could cave in, yeah. Um, now, as you're training and you're looking at this, a different beast you're walking into here, um, did it ever occur to you that, like, it could happen fast? I mean, Reggie knocks you down fast. It could. It's a new game for you, and Reggie, Reggie's going to want to end it quick. You know that. I mean, come on. It's boxing. So, or excuse me, it's fighting. They're gonna, you want to end it quick, too. You want to knock him out quick. That's what people love. So as far as that, I mean, has your training changed other than your hands and stuff as far as fighting Reggie? You watch tapes of him. What are you doing to just get ready for him? It's, it's just him, not boxing, not fighting. I got ready for Reggie because um, Reggie, he can box a little bit. But this ain't boxing once again. So we don't want to see you running, running, backing up. He claims he doesn't run. He, say, he said that. He goes, you don't, you've seen me fight. I don't run. Johnny Bedford made him back up and run. Okay. Um, 
we can go toe to toe. Reggie can hit me. I can take a punch. I'm not worrying about Reggie hitting me. Now you talk about your your age difference. Uh, you know, you talk about being a little older. People, what is he doing? What is he doing? You have passion. You're still an amazing fighter. You're still a legend. So it's gonna be awesome to watch you. But does the age difference concern you at all? No. No. Not at all. Because I'm not 46 years old. I love it. How do you feel? How old do you feel? 26. That's it. That's it. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you fight. As far as Reggie Barnett as a fighter, could you comment on that? How do you see him as a fighter when you watch him? A dec- he's a decent bare knuckle fighter. Um, he can be better, but as time comes, you will get better. But come tomorrow night, I'm just gonna close the show. It's probably really very surreal for Reggie watching you, you growing up, studying you, studying how amazing you were. And now he gets to be in the squared circle with you. So that's that's got to be an interesting thing. I mean, do you feel that as your career progressed, these are people that may have watched you growing up and, and looked up to you, and, and now you're standing across from them? Is that a strange feeling? It's a strange feeling, but I think Reggie look across and look at me and be like, I don't know, should I really be doing this with him? Because he know what I bring to the table. Oh, he does. He said that in the interview. I hope he do. He does. And I think we're all excited to see what you bring to the table. Again, that's going to be tomorrow night, bkfc.com, the BKTV app. We're looking forward to Chop Chop Carly in the house. And I, saw, I think I saw you signing autographs in the lobby. Did I yeah. see you sign some autographs? Yep. There's people here. They're excited to see you fight, man. We're in Mississippi, Biloxi for BKFC 16, the co-main event with me, who's dressed, by the way, before we get out of here, I, I have to compliment you. <laughs> These colors are wonderful. And you have your own clothing line, too, right? Chop Chop Corley. I got to get some Chop Chop Corley stuff, sure, man. Uh, no chop problem. Chop Chop. I, I, is there a website we can hit or something for it? Uh, that website is being built, but you can reach me on Instagram, Chop Chop Corley, Chop Chop 2019, and Little Chop has a page as well. I love it, man. Well, I'm excited to not only wear your gear, but watch you fight tomorrow night. BKFC 16 co-main event here with the legend, Chop Chop Carly. He's done it all. You've seen him <laughs> champion, former champion. I saw the 12-rounder with Floyd Mayweather. There's so many other things I could talk about. We'd be here all day, but I appreciate the little bit of time. I know you got to go get ready for the fight tomorrow night. BKFC, BKTV app, BKFC.com. I'll say it again because I don't want you to miss this. Thanks for coming on, Chop Chop. We appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you, bud. All right. We'll be back after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard that. I'm here with Boomaye, Arnold Adams. He is, uh, you know, a former BKFC champion. Not just a former. I want to get this right. I want to get this right because I don't want to get the mic ripped out of my hands. I don't want to get slapped around. He is the first ever BKFC heavyweight champion. Numero uno. Numero uno. And there was a little discrepancy. You may have seen on one of our broadcasts a while back, and I said the wrong thing. He was none too happy. And uh, I'm actually sweating profusely sitting next to you right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You, you seem like such a nice guy. But yeah. when you grabbed the mic, what BKFC was that? That was the one, I don't remember. That was when Beltran fought. That was in Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, that was the one in Kansas. Mm-hmm. He grabs them. I didn't know. Was that stage? No, it wasn't stage. They just brought me in here. Or excuse me, they just, I'm nervous, see? They just brought you in here, and I didn't even know I was going to be interviewing you, so this is very strange. <laughs> here we go again. So, yeah, well, here we go again. I know. It's all up to you, man. I don't want to get my, my face beat in. You got no. other faces to beat in this, this yeah, for yeah. this event. You don't have to worry about me. Yeah, we're all right. You're you <laughs> we're cool? Worry about. Maybe. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All we're right, good. for now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm very excited for your fight. Until <laughs> the camera goes off, he throws me through a wall. We're very excited for your fight. Uh, it is an honor to have that first ever BKFC heavyweight champion here. I mean, you're the guy as we start off this sport that, that everyone's going to know forever. That, that's got to be an amazing feeling to be the first ever champ. Very true. Uh, yeah, I was the first fight, the yeah. first sanctioned fight as well. So there's a lot of firsts over here. History book. Yeah, I'm solidified, right? You really are. I'm in there. Um, so your fight coming up tomorrow, BKFC 16, available on the BKTV app at bkfc.com. When we look at it, you're taking on Bobo O'Bannon. 
Mm-hmm. So Bobo Bannon, his last outing against Sam Shoemaker probably wasn't his best. And uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But as a fighter, Bobo Bannon, uh, what are you looking at this fight? What are you visualizing? How's this fight going to go? I don't know. I get asked this question all the time, and I don't never have like a vision or, or, or something that I see or the fights. I just, when the fight comes, however the fight comes to me is how I take it at the time. So the whole what's your game plan, I never really have a game plan. Really? It's just, it's just I react adapt. off of him. You know, I, whatever he throws at me, whatever he gives me is what I'm going to work with. So you just adapt. You're an adaptable fighter. Facts. That's, that's, that's really good because, I mean, to be able to do that, that's a talent like no other. No, yeah. Uh, I always ask that question, how do you visualize the fight? Because I'd like to get in your head, but I, I, that's right. actually you smart, You know, everybody too. like, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to knock him out, and, and it doesn't gonna happen. It doesn't happen that way, and everyone's looking at you like, I thought you said this was going to happen. No. It, it's like when you're younger, I always say, and, and you were going on a date with somebody, like a chick, and you're like, what am I going to do? You're nervous, you're first, and you're like, I'll talk about this, this, exactly. and it never nope, happens. It never, it never happens. Works you just go way. with the flow. Yeah. Wherever it goes, you just follow the lead. Yeah. And you get the best results that way. Facts. So as far as the Bobo Bannon fight, I bumped into Bobo Bannon. I was talking to Chris Lytle. He was on earlier about this. I saw him in the lobby. I'd never met Bobo. Mm -hmm. And I saw him. I did an interview with him before his fight with Shoemaker. It was just via Zoom. So I never met him in person. And his first words to me were, I'm ready. And I go, oh, good. You're ready. And he goes, this is, he goes, I don't know where my head was last time against Shoemaker. He's like, but my my head is in the right place. And I'm not going to lie to you. uh, I saw it. In his eyes, you could see the difference in the confidence in his eyes. Okay. So when a guy says something like that, I mean, I'm not a fighter. Does that play on your mind at all? Like he's very, he's a completely different guy. He says this time. That if he should be a different guy this time. I mean, he got pieced up by Sam Shoemaker. Now we know Sam's not a combo punches and bunches type of no. guy. He's got he's a, he's a haymaker. He's got power. But for some reason, he Sam put on a good show when he fought him. I mean, it was punches and bunches, and he was putting them together, and it worked. He says he's ready for this one. Okay, that's cool. I think what it is, he helped uh, Chase Sherman get ready when he fought me, so he feels like he has uh, some type of insight on like how game to plan. be. Right. He thinks he's got it figured out. But okay, that's cool. When I fought Chase, mentally, I wasn't there in the fight. There was a lot going on uh, the week before uh, the fight. My, I buried my grandma. Oh. Uh, my other granny, uh, the week of the fight, had a stroke. Oof. So it was it was a lot going on. The week of the fight? The week of the fight. Wow. That, that Monday of the week of the fight, she had a stroke. It's heavy. Uh, the day of the fight, my mom didn't make her flight because she was at the other funeral burying the oh first granny. So it was a lot going on. Mentally, I wasn't you there. You can't be. Even you want to be. You just can't. No, no. Yeah. But he's ready. Okay, I'm just as ready. I came in 20 pounds underweight. 20 I've never been. Away. I think the lightest I've been is maybe 258. What are you doing to cut all that weight? Putting in the work. Yeah. More than ever before. More you, than you feel, ever before. Do you feel like this is this fight coming up tomorrow night? BK uh, TV app, BKFC.com. Do you feel like this fight is almost a statement fight for you to come out and say, "Look, this is who I am. This is the fighter I am. I'm I'm here. Don't forget about me. I'm your first BKFC champ. Give me the respect I deserve." Is mm-hmm. that where you're at? Without a doubt. I mean, I, I went three and zero. Then I lost, um, and then I disappeared for almost two years. You know, injuries or whatever, and time off. Um, but it's a new division now. Yeah. So a lot of these guys, like like Burns said, this is not the division you had in a deter- in no. a tournament. This is there's some new some new heavyweight sharks in here. So I got to put on a show tomorrow and show them that I'm not a pushover. That I'm I'm really am what y'all think I am. And there's a reason I changed my name to the Boogeyman. The reason being, I feel like no one in the heavyweight division says my name like the Boogeyman. They scared of the Boogeyman. I feel like they scared to say my name. I like that. Now I will give credit to Beltron. Because he consistently has called me out. I was in the ring when he did yeah. it at Squared Circle. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's consistently called me out, and I get it. I got one over him, so he wants that rematch. But as for other than that, no one else says my name. 
Everyone well, dances around the question when I'm brought up. Well, let's talk about when you get past uh, Bobo Bannon, if that happens tomorrow, um, you're talking about Joey. Obviously, you're going to want a world title fight at some point, but mm-hmm. what, what is your next step at BKFC when you get past Bobo? I get past Bobo, I'm coming for uh, Beltran. Yeah. I'm the number one contender. I mean, I don't know like if we're going to follow these the Police Gazette rankings or what, how these rankings work, but according to him, I'm the number one contender right now. So if this is my first fight back and I run through Bobo, what's next? Why do I have to fight somebody underneath me in order to fight Beltran when I'm next in line? So that's, that's where you're looking to go. Yeah. And I ask this question a lot, too. It has nothing to do with the, the fight that's coming up tomorrow on the BKTV app. But I always wonder, I mean, it's a special kind of person, a special kind of athlete that does bare-knuckle fighting mm-hmm. championship, that, that does bare-knuckle fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't mentally strong. There's, is that the Hall of Fame ring there? Yeah. yeah show yeah, it off, yeah. man. Oh, show it off. Okay, See, it's like ADD. Look yeah. at that. Mm. We got a Hall of Fame. Oh, mm. that finger, too. <laughs> that finger, too. I, mean, I like that. That's, that that, that's, that's, that's the boogeyman there. That's what he's doing. I should have known better. Um, but... So let's talk about that. As far as I lost my train of thought because I saw your big shiny ring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I was going to the fact that um, it takes a special kind of fighter, a mm-hmm. special kind of athlete to do this. So bare knuckle fighting championship. Why bare knuckle for you when you got involved a couple years back? Honestly, it was my plan behind it was to make it like a uh, a backdoor entrance into the boxing world mm-hmm. because I don't have an amateur background, so they wasn't really giving me what I wanted like no no promoters would mess with me I didn't have an amateur background it's like oh you're too old you don't have a background we're not gonna waste yeah, our time with you. It, yeah. so I'm like alright cool let me do this and then maybe it's open up the door for me but it never it never did so I ended up staying in here I grew up fighting from yeah. like the time I was like three years old I have cousins who were telling me like you were since you were three two years old you were always been a fighter <laughs> and now you're getting paid to do it I mean I enjoy fighting. I don't have no ill will behind it, no no, no bad feelings toward anybody. I just like to go out there, throw hands, and then after a while, we can go have a drink. So what, when you're in there, you, you enjoy it. I mean, what's the feeling you get uh, when you're in there bashing another combatant in the face or getting hit? Hopefully not, but you know, what, what's the, the feeling it's given you in there? I know that uh, one guy told me one time it was uh, almost peaceful for him. He enjoyed it so much. I'm not going to say all of that. It's just, <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> I'm, just I'm a gamesman. So you know, it's, it's, it's really just who's the better man. That's how I look at it. We're going to go out there. We're going to dance. We're going to do what we're supposed to do. Who put the work in? Who has the mental ability, the physical ability? Who can? And, you know, it's it's almost like a pissing contest, if yeah, you will. I understand that. Yeah. So getting back to what you were saying earlier about Bobo Bannon, and when I saw him saying he's ready this time, he's, he's focused. I mean, do you think that's a problem for a fighter to even say something like that, to say that, you know, this time I'm ready? Admitting the last time he wasn't ready, he was just being real. I, I'll never say that. Like I'm, oh, I feel like I'm more ready this time than than I was last time. If you, you train right for the fight, yeah. you did your four weeks, your six weeks, eight weeks, however long your camp was, you're ready. No matter no matter what you feel like, you you're ready. But to go out and tell people you're ready, that's a sign of uh, you're lacking confidence in my eyes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. As a fighter, that, that was one of the things I thought. But I will tell you, I saw his eyes; they look completely different. So I'm actually really excited to see your fight. I mean, I know we have main co-main, but I think you guys are kind of up there too right, you know what right, i mean a lot right. of people talking about your fight we got the first ever bkfc heavyweight champion with us and you saw the ring hall of famer Bumaye, the boogeyman, the boogeyman. Adams. i it's, like that name it's scared to did say you come it. up with that i did like uh, some months and went by I'm like man nobody's saying my name everybody every time they ask him about me they dance around the question oh he needs to have a fight bet he needs to do this he needs to do that but would you fight me is the question. Yeah, like no, That's no. what they're asking you. Why won't you say yes or no to fight it's me? It's got to piss you off, right? All right, so now y'all scared to say my name like the boogeyman. Yeah. So now it's Boomaye the boogeyman. 
you know, Boomaya the Boogeyman, how you stay so calm? You're so calm. You're so cool. You're so collective. When you, when, it would anger me that nobody said my name. I'd, I'd be so, I, I honestly, I'd have a chip on my shoulder. I'd be pissed off. Are you pissed off a little bit inside? Yeah and no. That's normal. I mean, why? Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, it's 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 normal. It's it's honestly normal. I don't. I, I rarely get called out. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe because people can't figure me out. They yeah. can't. They don't know my style. I don't know. I can't tell you what's going well, on. Well, it's got to in fighting. That's got almost have to be a badge of honor that you don't get called out because they're they're afraid to fight you. Maybe. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, but well, damn shit. <laughs> I can figure it out or something. Make it happen. <laughs> I, he's going to want to come on every day. I keep building him up. So, yeah, they're scared of you, Boogeyman. <laughs> but that's a great name to come up with, and I'm excited to see your fight against Bobo Bannon. That's going to happen tomorrow night. BKTV app, BKFC.com, if you want to check that out. You definitely should check it out because it is going to be an awesome event, and we're looking forward to it, man. Thanks for coming on, and thank you for not hitting me, beating me up, stealing my mic. And I, Can we shake? Are we cool? I don't no, even yeah, know. I got you, man. I got I'm you. Still, you still make me nervous. <laughs> like, I, I, I want to say that before I let you go. Like, when you, you can go on the app and watch this. I did not know what was happening. I just knew. And then I realized it was you. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Oh, I'm on, the, I'm on your thing. What is he talking about? And then I was like, this guy's going to kill me. And I'm like, but I need my mic back. So it was a big thing. I had about 20 conversations going on in my head. And what you don't realize, I don't think we ever talked about this. So if you're just tuning in, he attacked me a couple of shows ago out of the blue. There was actually in Kansas, there was actually uh, armed security yes, guards. I and saw all, them. If that, God forbid, that would have gone the wrong I saw way. Them. I mean, I, and I get it because on the, on the screens, they just see me walk up and snatch the mic. So instantly they're like, oh, cold red. We got to get they back there. They were all there. back there. Yeah, when I, when I gave you back the mic and stepped around the camera, there was like maybe. You gave me. I took that mic back. I'm like, I should be quiet. I'm going to get my ass kicked. It was a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, you gave me the mic back. But I noticed that it was funny because they all said to me, this is what I thought was so funny. Again, I, I didn't even know you that well right. at the time. Uh, they go, the security guard's like, that was great. Was that part of the show? And I'm like, no. <laughs> that wasn't part of the show. No. no. And then later on, uh, I was still back there, and you came walking back, and mm-hmm. it was like they were following you. Yeah, security no, guard, yeah, oh, yeah, they were, they were know, ready. They were all over you. They were ready for it the second time. <laughs> well, around. I know you're ready for your big fight tomorrow night yeah. against Bobo Bannon. Yeah. Again, BKTV at BKFC.com. Right. The first ever heavyweight champion here at BKFC. First. Number uno, number uno, one. The Hall of Famer, you saw his ring. Uno. It's going to be awesome. Thanks yeah. for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Friends forever. I got you, bro. <laughs> we'll be right back. I don't know who's coming on next. This is crazy. All right, we're back. This is awesome. We are live from Fight Week in Biloxi, Mississippi. BKFC 16. I told you I didn't know who was going to be on next. This is so cool because people are just, just coming up one by one, one by one. But we got, I can't believe it, he just walked up. I grabbed him. I'm like, get over here, man. Oh, main event tomorrow night, BKTV at BKFC.com. The legend, Leonard Bad Boy Garcia here with us. Uh, you're fighting Joe Elmore, and we're all really excited to watch see how that fight goes. How are you feeling today? You look great. Man, I feel fantastic. I uh Best everything, man. I feel good. I'm in a good place. Uh, I just, you know, I feel like I've, it's time to shine. You know, it's time to go out there and let it go, man. And with a guy like Joe, what could go, I mean, you know, what can't go right? You yeah, know right, what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's going to be fantastic, man. I mean, it's two guys. We, we, we both don't want to back up. We both want to assert our dominance, and uh, it couldn't be better. Yeah, well, you say a guy like Joe, and the utmost respect for Joe. I've seen what that man's done in the squared circle, but how about a guy like you? Joe's got to be thinking the same way. I don't care how confident Joe is. I don't care what a killing machine he is in that ring, in the squared circle, I should say. But a guy like you, it's almost like you guys are mirror images of each other. So uh, the way I look at it is Joe 
fighting Garcia, <laughs> Garcia fighting Joe, it, like looking at each other. You guys will take shots. You give shots. You don't play around. No. So he's got to be a little concerned with you. Don't be modest. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, 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 like, like I said, you know, I, I told you guys, there, there, there's, a, there's a difference between being scared and having fear. Mm-hmm. I have no fear. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, I'm we have to be a little, a little scared, scared right? you know. And, and uh, you know, like I said, man, you always... It, the, the, the storybook, you know, I, I, I see everything is like a storybook. The story is how do I act when he hits me? How does he act when I hit him? And uh, we got a story to write, and you guys are going to be front row for it, and it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a hell of a story to watch. It's going to be a bestseller. I, I, I think so, <laughs> man. I, I, I just, I, you know, like I said, utmost respect for the guy. Um, you know, he, pun- he he's going to try to punch through a brick wall. And uh, that, you hear that brick you know, wall? Yeah, and, and uh, I'm going to try to do the same thing. Let's see which one of us deteriorates faster. Right? Now, now you got power. We've seen it. Speak on Joe's power. Joe Elmore has power. I mean, you were watching. He would, he would knock Tom Shove back, and Tom would, like, hit the mat on his, on his ass and then kind of squirm Squirt. back a little more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then shake his head, like, what just happened? Why is this going on? Yeah. So speak on Joe's power. He has a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. He's very explosive. Got that really good, um, you know, dynamite, man. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we both throw bombs. Um, I think uh, size and stature, um, you know, he, he's got a, a wider stance, a little bit of a, a, you know, he generates a lot of power, man. He's like a washing machine, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I generate my power differently. So um, it's going to be, you know, it's definitely going to be a hell of a fight, man. I'm super excited just because, like you said, I get to fight someone that fights the way I fight. It's crazy. So I finally get to see it across from myself. And, uh, you know, it's a dream. You dream about fighting yourself. Mm-hmm. I do. You know, I, I would always think, like, man, how would that fight go? How would it, you know, what would I do against me? And, uh, you know, it's a crazy thought. And now I get a chance to go out there and hopefully, you know, hopefully I hold up. Hopefully he holds up. And uh, we give people something they've never seen before. Oh, yeah. And that's, 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 I, I always want people to watch my fights and say, God dang it, man. Every time that dude performs, every time. You know, my last fight, um, you know, I took an eye injury. Yeah. And, uh, That's not easy. We are just talking about that. Yeah, I kept fighting through it. You know, I kept trying. I kept trying. And uh, I never wanted that to happen again. So I went to the gym. I redefined myself. And I made sure. I don't care if I only have one eye out there. I'm going to keep fighting. I know you will, man. Yeah. That's, that's what makes you the fighter you are. It's true. It's so true. So you talk about you've always had the dream, the dreamt of, of fighting yourself. Uh, Joe fights himself, kind of, himself, kind of. I mean, you've seen the clips on Instagram. We've talked about this in other interviews I, we do where he punches himself in the head. I got a good story for oh, you. Oh, please. So uh, <laughs> UFC 69, I'm fighting Roger Huerta. Okay. Dwayne Ludwig's in the back warming me up. He says, Leonard, shadow box for a little bit. And I'm not the most technical guy back then, you know, and I was kind of, you know, excited, and I was going, getting all crazy. And I chunk a one-two hook uppercut, man, and I punched myself in the mouth so hard. <laughs> busted my whole lip. Oh, my God. And I'm bleeding, and Dwayne turns around and looks at me. He was like, 
did you just punch yourself? <laughs> and I said, it was an accident, but I hit myself. And he was like, well, he's not going to hit you harder than you just hit you. <laughs> so we're power. good. You're, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. And, uh, you know, we, I, he reminded me of that story just the other day when he told me, I seen that video of that dude punching himself. <laughs> Tell him you punch yourself, too. Yeah, you're the OG punch yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, you know, he's 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 uh, he's definitely wound up really tight. He's an animal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. I'll and, say it. And, uh, you know. To, to, to me, it's, I mean, man, that energy, we're going to feed off of each other. And, uh, you know, that, that that's what it is, man. We're just going to go out there and uh, we're going to get gonna it fight, man. Yeah. And, well, you have the crowd that's going to be there. You have your guy, your energy in the ring. It's going to be insane. Uh, let's talk, uh, kind of shift away from the fight a little bit. Okay. Now, we both expect this fight. And I think Joey said it too. It's going to be a banger, like we know. You're going to expect, you know, it's a little couple last year. You'll still be pretty, I'm sure, afterwards. But well, I don't know. I'm don't, married, so it didn't matter. Well, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you about your wife. I mean, as far as she knows what you're facing, you're a professional fighter. She knows what you what she married. But is this a different kind of feeling for her and you? Have you talked about the, going into the Joe Elmore fight, knowing you're fighting yourself, so there might be more damage than normal? Mm, she, uh, she was there for the first Korean zombie fight. Oh. Um, me and him went to the hospital together yeah. afterwards, and uh, we were both pretty battered. I had a broken hand, and uh, she's, she's, she's just along for the ride. Um, she knows that this is what I love. Um, I do have two little babies at home, two little girls, and, of course, my, my oldest, too. So I have four babies at home, but... Uh, they're just, you know, they're, 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 they're so used to it. You know, this is 20, 21, year long, 21 year career. Um, they've seen everything that they got to see. And uh, if I come home and look like the elephant man for a couple of days <laughs> and I win, everything's good. You know? <laughs> right? If I lose, then it hurts me. So I, I, I'm not even thinking about losing. I don't want you to think about all. that, but you brought it up. So I, I, I've never been a fighter. I've never had a loss like that. You train your ass off and then you lose and then you go home to your family. Who's going to love you no matter what? But does that feel like, do you feel like a, uh, not a failure? I don't want to say that. How do you no. feel? You know, um, I've, I've, I've been taught this from the beginning. Um, my, my, my grandfather who raised me, and, you know, he's, he's my hero, man. Uh, you know. Yeah, your gran- I love my, my grandpa's my hero, too, man. Yeah, I lost man. him. He's a wonderful man. I feel Oh, you. man. He's still with us, but, uh, you know, he, oh, you still he, have him? yeah, you. yeah, he, he, he did a great job. He taught me from the very beginning, I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose, but if somebody picks at you and they push you to that limit, you give them everything you've got, and it doesn't matter. It's true. And uh, I guarantee you one thing. There, there, there's lots of respect in there now. There's going to be tons of respect afterwards. Oh, you know it. And uh, I'm not going to lose. You no. know, I'm, 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 I'm coming into this thing. I'm going to win it, and uh, I'm going to uh, cement myself as the number one guy in the world at 165, and I'm give everybody out there – the biggest target that they want. And, you know, I, I hear guys calling people out here, calling people out there. Joe called me out. Yeah, he wanted this fight so. big time. I mean, he, he wanted, I think it's also to prove himself, and he knows the fighter you are, like you said, your mirror images, and I think this was the fight he wanted. I mean, I heard him repeatedly, respectfully yeah. he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I heard him repeatedly say it. I, absolutely, man. What's and, that feel uh, like, to get it, called it, out? Is that an fa- honor? Fantastic, you know. When, when, when you get, if, if the guy's ranked number one in the world and he's calling you out, what does he think of you? Yep. You know, so, um, you know, I, man, when 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 he said it, the hair on my head, back of my neck stood up. You know, I was like, wow, yeah. we're, we're, we, we've got to do this. I called 
uh, Dave Feldman right afterwards. I was like, yep, you're setting that up. Let's do it. And uh, he was like, well, we're working on a tournament. I was like, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> He's got that number one spot at the end of the day that leads to a title, which I think should be put on the line. We both made 165. Uh, I came in uh, 0.7 under yeah. at 140 or 164.3. He came in at 165, so I think uh, put the title on the line, man. Let us go get it. But either way, the title is that number one spot, and uh, that's what I'm fighting for. Hey, man, title or not, bragging rights for this too. Because, again, once you once you defeat Joe, if that happens, if it goes your way, uh, you kind of said you're open to whatever, but is there a certain thing that you'd want to do? Where would your career head next with BKFC if you beat Joe tomorrow? I got. I mean, I, I have to have that belt. I, I have to have that belt. I have to have it. And uh, the belt is just the, the, the target that they put on you. And like I said, the biggest target out there, everybody, the guys that are coming up, the guys that are already there, everybody's looking for that title. So give us a champion, BKFC. Give us, give us a, a belt holder. Uh, uh, make it, make it, you know, make it me. I, and I and I'm willing to take on any challenges out there. So anybody that's calling people out, anybody that's doing anything, I'm open and willing, man. Just come, come, make the weight, and I'll fight you. Man, somebody's hungry, trying to get fed. I love this. He's excited. So BKFC 16 main event. Leonard Bad Boy Garcia, living legend here. He's done a lot in fight. He's done it all. Taking on Joe Hitman Elmore, and it's going to be a barn burner. These guys don't know how to back up. They both have power. We're looking forward to that. Before we get out of here, I know some people have asked in the, in the chat and stuff. We've talked about this before. Um, bad Boy, but you're the nicest guy in the world here, <laughs> like sitting here with you, mild-mannered, chill. How would yeah. you get the nickname Bad Boy? I always like to hear that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, I was 19 years old. I was fighting for the Ring of Fire. Uh, my manager was Finn Bean. He uh, ran the promotion. And uh, I had fought there before. I would won a tournament, and then I was going to the fight for the title. And she's, this, this lady that was sitting behind him at a restaurant says, Hey, do you have that little boy fighting from Texas on the card? He's <laughs> such a nice kid. And then uh, he was like the little boy, and he was like uh, from Texas. He said, "Oh, you're talking about Leonard? Yeah, he does have a baby face. He does look like a little boy." And she was like, "Oh my goodness, he's such a bad boy." <laughs> I walk out to the fight. I have no idea. I'm walking out, and they announce Leonard, bad boy Garcia, and I was like. <laughs> is that me? me? Is that me? They're, they're like, yeah, yeah, go, 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 walk. And I was like, what? so it stuck. That was from, how you got your from, nickname, from that from easy. On. Yeah, so, so it was a lady at a restaurant in Denver, Colorado. Gave him my nickname when I was 19 years old, man. So it was kind of cool. Wow. Maybe she's watching. Hi, lady from Denver, hey, yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Thank you for the nickname. <laughs> it stuck well. Thank no you. No royalties, though. Anyway, <laughs> we're looking forward to it again. I'll say BKTV at BKFC.com. You're taking on Joe Elmore. Bad Boy's your nickname, but hopefully you'll have a new, new nickname after this, and you'll be calling yourself champion at some That's point right. here in BKFC, man. That's right. Thank you for coming on. I wish you a lot of luck, Thank man. you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're going to uh, get ready to wrap this up. Look, we're live at Fight Week. Uh, in Mississippi, Biloxi, and it, it's amazing here. You can cut the tension with a knife between some of the fighters. Uh, people are in the lobby. People are signing autographs. People are talking about what they're expecting in the fights. It's a scene. It really is here. A lot going on. So you got to tune in tomorrow night. It's going to be amazing. Of course, BKTV at BKFC.com to find out more. Again, I'll give it to you. It's BKFC.com to find out more. I want to thank Tiger Life. They're here supplying us with a lot of energy, which we need fight week. If you've never been to a fight week before, try to make it out to one. And if you can't make it, listen watching on BKTV app at bkfc.com. But for this week, thanks for joining us. And we're live from Biloxi. We'll see you tomorrow night when we knuckle up together.